Hey guys, you are listening to a brand new holiday edition episode of Gay Side Stories with Trillificent. Gay shit goes here. And this week I have a very special, illustrious guest. Please introduce yourself. My name is Ronald Matters. Follow me on the internet at Ronald Matters and of course RonaldMatters.com. This is my intro on Here For It podcast. It is. So when I'm when I'm introducing myself, it's the only intro that I know. Uh, but yeah, Ronald Matters from Memphis, Tennessee. Just moved to D.C. a year ago. People keep asking me, do I live in Atlanta? No, I don't. Um, but <laughs> that's really pretty much it. Okay. I'm a blogger on the internet. I've um, amassed over 10 million views on RonaldMatters.com. Come on, talk um, your Here shit. for a podcast started um, eight months ago. We've gotten 30,000 listens. I'm so excited for that because I was like, I don't know who would want to listen to me. But 30,000 people have, so shout out to God. And uh, I want to thank my mama. Shout out to mama and God. Shout out to your co-host. Yes, Martel Todd at the Superman. Um, He's a critical care nurse. So I definitely, for sexual health and wellness, I definitely wanted someone with health background. And he's a nursing experience, been in the military for like over a decade. So done two tours in Iraq. So he's just really, oh my God, he's really smart and he's problematic, but I love it. <laughs> it balances out the show. I need, I need him That's for the show. interesting that you consider him the problematic one. Me? No, no, no. I'm not, I'm not saying either or. I'm just saying it's interesting that that's how you feel. That's what the listeners feel. I'm um, usually, I usually have people in my DMs asking me about what he said. And I'm like, well, you know, you can type at... T H E E S U P A M A N, and you can talk to him about you know your grievances. Yeah, go to the source. Go dark. But I don't just don't want to look thirsty in his inbox. But you look thirsty in mine. Right. So how do you win? <laughs> Come on, transference of thirstiness. Well, with that being oh, yeah. said, uh, I appreciate you reaching out. You know, like I said, I was surprised. I'm always surprised that people want to be on this show. I don't know why. Is someone on the show every week, but I'm still like, you want to be on my show? Oh my God. So, oh my God. I don't know. I'm weird. Whatever. So, thank you for that. And thank you for the love that you've shown. Definitely been rocking with you guys since the beginning. And now we are collaborating. So, I'm happy about that. Thank you. So, let's get into some things. I'm going to come, sir. Oh, yeah. First up, um, RIP to Combat Jack. Oh, he passed. Yeah, you didn't I thought see that? they just said he was in struggles, but yeah, I mean, I know it just recently came out that he uh, was diagnosed with like stage four colon cancer. Mm-hmm. But we're recording this show early, by the way, listeners, because Christmas holidays and shit. So today is Wednesday, yeah. and it just came out today that he passed away. Oh wow! So R.I.P. to Combat Jack. I know he is huge in the podcast community. He was, I believe, co-owner of Loudspeakers Network. Mm -hmm. Um, his show is huge in the hip-hop community and everything and from what i've seen on twitter a lot like he was just a really nice guy and reached out to a lot of people and was very supportive of a lot of people in the podcast community so definitely you know rest in peace to him and prayers thoughts for his family his loved ones and people that were close to him and that knew him i really can't believe you Oh my God! Wow! I know. I kind of need a moment. <laughs> wow! Wow! I was still. I was struggling with there. The... Okay. I was struggling. All right. 
sorry, that was some off air things that we were discussing. <laughs> but, um, heavy, heavy, heavy. So yeah, but we're gonna move right along from that, and let's talk about the holiday a little bit. So first up, Merry Christmas, Happy, happy holidays. holidays, Happy. I'm just glad to have some damn days off work. Okay. Happy Bah Humbug. Whatever your ministry is, happy Kwanzaa. Mary, all of that. Kwanzaa, indeed, indeed, indeed. Mm-hmm. So, speaking on that and keeping on that same vein, let's talk about gifts. So, this is uh, something that you brought up that I thought was interesting. So, I'm going to let you answer first. What was your best gift that you've ever received? Okay. So. We were going through a tough time at the house. I was like 13 or 14 years old. And Britney by Britney Spears had just came out. Um, it had I'm a Slave for You on it. I think I'm a, all I remember is I'm a Slave for You was the single. And I was like, I have got to have that CD, Britney Jean Spears. I own all of the other ones. I don't care what's going on at Christmas time. I'm going to find $12 and put it together because <laughs> I've got to have it. And so they also, to make it sweet, my parents went to Big Lots and got, um, what do you call it, an anti-skip CD player, which was major at the time. Imagine anti-skip CD players. Listen, that was the fancy shit. That was where you didn't have to hold the damn thing at a perfect level. Yeah, you have to be still. I could do my I'm a slave for you choreography and still my CD would play I was in so hit so like my Christmas was made off of like fifty dollars because I'm sure the CD player was like twenty nine ninety nine, and the Britney Spears CD was like fifteen dollars. Mm-hmm. So my Christmas was set. That was like the best Christmas ever. Oh, okay. So let's go on the other side of the spectrum. What was your worst gift that you've ever received? Um, I don't really think I've ever received a bad gift. I don't know. Come on, blessings. Because I don't really, one, I don't really expect gifts because yeah. I've always, in my household, Christmas has always been a struggle, to be completely honest. But, um, so I don't really expect gifts or, you know, mm, I'm, I'm gr- gracious at any time I receive something or if I don't receive something, I mean, I'm grown. I make so and so thousand dollars a year. I can figure it out and buy it for myself. Cool, okay. thanks. Okay, but I don't want to gloat, gloat or whatever the word is. Okay, that was nice and diplomatic. I see you. Yeah. I see you. So my best gift received was a set of Power Ranger Ninja Swords when I was a little boy. Oh, and I'm gonna stop there because there's a question in the queer query why I have to explain the rest of the story with the Ninja Swords. I really liked Power Rangers. We used to wake up every weekend and watch Power Rangers. Listen, so every cool. day out in the front every yard, Saturday morning. playing Power Rangers, climbing the tree, acting like we doing flips. It was it was mm-hmm. lit. Childhood. Mm-hmm. So how you feel about the new iteration of Power Rangers? Because I know when they were announcing that the movie was coming, people started throwing shade, but everybody went to go see it, and now they're making a Power Rangers 2. Are they? Allegedly. Because I saw a lot of reports that were saying it didn't do as well as they expected, because, you know, they expect everything to bring in $300 million, and so it was in danger of not making a second, or they were in danger of not making a second movie, because it had not done as well as they expected, but it also, I don't think it had premiered in, like, China or something. Okay. They were expecting to make all the money. But with all that being said, I went into it 
vaguely skeptical. I didn't know what to expect. I was on the fence about Elizabeth, whatever her name is, playing Rita Raposa. Uh-huh. And mm-hmm. but I watched it and I actually enjoyed it. But I think the main reason I enjoyed it is because the black boy was like the heart of the team. <laughs> he was uh-huh. like the center of the movie to me. Like if it wasn't for him and his anyway, the black okay. black boy joy and then mm-hmm. I saw a, a little clip of him dancing on Tumblr and that made me like it even more. It was like cuz he was get like in the movie he's he plays the geek ranger, the blue ranger. Uh-huh. I remember. Mm-hmm. And then you know for the listeners and then when they're on tumblr he's like dancing to trap music in his power ranger suit so i said you know what i'm here for this that reminds me i need to get that on blu-ray or deep whatever so that was my best gift the power ranger ninja zord and i when i say the whole set i had every one of them i even had that big turtle bitch that you put everything in oh wow and they shoot and whatever it did so my worst gift I'm more like you. I, I got to a point when I was a teenager where I was like, Christmas is for the children, and I just want to sleep. Like, don't wake me up early. I don't give a damn. Leave me alone. And then as an adult, I don't expect gifts and things of that nature, even though every now and then I do get a gift. But my worst gift was from one of my aunts, and she got me a brown and orange and white shirt with the very strange geometric pattern on it mm-hmm. and i felt like regina george i was like this is the ugliest effing shirt i have ever seen in my life <clears throat> you know when she was in marshall's it was it had hanger appeal in marshall's but when she no brought it, it no, home no. and tried to put it in the box it just no didn't compute okay no it, it was a fail from start to finish whoever manufactured that shirt with those ugly ass colors it looked like diarrhea it was just it was awful but i was gracious oh thank you oh my god thank you auntie i've thank always so wanted much. this i've always wanted an ugly ass brown shirt thank <laughs> you so much oh my god you just know you know me so well girl mm. when is your wedding i'm gonna wear this to the wedding oh you don't yeah. got no man oh okay no let's not wear do that. Then. <laughs> love you no we don't have to do that uh-huh. that's what be. i would do to my because i'm shady but well i mean if my aunt didn't have a man then probably because I'm not a stranger to shading my aunt, so or any of my aunts. Um, okay, so last thing before we move out of the come quick segment, this came to me earlier when I was on Twitter. Being someone said you on Twitter being you, and I, I was like, what does that even mean? Like I just tweet, you know. A lot of times I'm tired. I don't know what I'm saying. Anyway, so mm-hmm. I came up with the poll, and the poll is which is the best holiday dick. Answers are Christmas dick or New Year's dick. So, 29% said Christmas dick and a whopping 71% said Thank you, New Lord. Year's dick. So, Thank you, I need it. Y'all are out here bringing in the New Year getting stuffed. And I'm not mad. I'm not, I'm not mad at that at all. Y'all get mm-hmm. all of the dick that you deserve and that you require. Happy Fire New Year. Come on. You know, you imagine like instead of a New Year's kiss, it's like a New Year's dick in your mouth. Put it in your mouth. I mean, okay. kiss. Well, absolutely, you know. absolutely. We're on the same page. Because Christmas dick, I feel like, eh, I mean. Oh my God, thank you. It's so sweet. You, you ain't, you ain't getting right. It's not a pay week. Oh, it's right. not a pay week. Because okay. like, then it, it's like, is it Christmas Eve dick? And then you're like, 
all right, that was good, but when I get up in the morning, I better still have a motherfucking present? Or mm-hmm. is it dick the night of Christmas where it's like, I'm tired as fuck, I'm full as fuck, hurry up and get off me so we can go to sleep? I don't know. Christmas dick seemed like it could be hit or miss. In other news. In other news, we're going to move on to the main topic. Hey Amen, because I don't got nothing else. I nothing. just Oh my God, just New Year's dick <laughs> when you're drunk and you're like, Bitch, I don't know if he hitting the front of the back or if he hitting the front of the side, but I'm holding his leg up. You know, that's what I'm supposed to do. Come Amen. Come through. Drunken. Drunken. And then when your hole is ravaged in the morning, you're like, oh, bitch, ravaged. what did I do last night? Oh, my. Okay, shout out to uh, my best friend because he must. I know you got to get the best friend approval before you leave. So, okay, he approved. Okay, cool. All right, come on, confessions of the bottom. What up, Poppy? So, the main topic, we're going to be talking about a BuzzFeed article. I told you guys last week that this is going to be a light and fun month. It's Christmas. It's New Year's. It's whatever holiday you celebrate. So, we're going to be talking about the 19 relationship questions happy couples should agree on. Now, whether or not we do all 19 questions, I don't know. I'm tired already thinking about it. But let's see what some of these say. And I believe we both have a disclaimer that neither of us has a good track record with relationships, which should make this conversation that much better. Hold on. How do you know that? How do you know that about me? Because you told me. Oh, shit. (laughs) My bad. It's the gin. It's okay. I blame the gin. So first question, how many times per week should a couple have sex? The answers are at least once per week, at least five times per week, at least a few times per month. The exact amount doesn't matter, but you should be having sex occasionally. There are other ways to be intimate. Being intimate has nothing. I'm not even going to read the rest of that because wow. you tried that. Drama. I feel like you and Martel just were talking about this or something very similar to it. Um. Yes, I covered... Let me go through my notes. Um, there was a study that said the average heterosexual couple have sex a little over once a week. Maybe I guess they throw some oral in there somewhere. Mm-hmm. But gay couples have sex about two times a week because we are better communicators about our feelings and what we need. I was like, that is a lie. But that cool. is a whole entire <laughs> lie. Um, Maybe about sex, but everything else. So we average two times a week. And I feel as a bottom, two times a week, penetration, two times a week is good enough. I will um, do some oral pleasures somewhere along the way, Tuesday after work or before you go to work on Thursday morning. Mm -hmm. Just what was the last time I was penetrated? I know what they say, keep his stomach full and his balls empty. So you got to. But you have to Where come up. I? You got to know all the ways to keep his balls inch empty, and not just use your back door because you'll be caught out here. Yeah, um, your back door be ruined. Ruined. All right, then you need, need new locks. You are gonna need renovations, and it's just gonna be a whole mess. The back door gonna be stained. Mm-hmm. Oh, Jesus. Mm-hmm. Amen. So I think for me, the answer probably would be the exact amount doesn't matter, but you definitely should be both be satisfied. Mm-hmm. Uh, next question how often is it okay to argue or fight only a few times per week only a few times per month a few times per year 
It should only be having occasional little spats, no big fights. Couples in happy relationships fight all the time. Or you shouldn't be fighting at all if you're in a happy, healthy relationship. That's so, a lie. Again, the last question is I don't know what that's supposed to be. Yeah, the so, last option was trash. What do you think? I think, um, like a serious where you both stand your ground and the way you feel on something. I think for a healthy relationship, you've you can do that every three, four, five months because it, there's definitely things, something at some point that you're going to be patient about mm-hmm. and not going to be budging on it and they're going to feel the same way but i mean that way you if you argue now you don't be surprised when he filed for divorce because um oh yeah, there's a tighter hole out here oh and you God. know how he fights so yeah. if you just everything's peachy keen all the time bitch your friendship is fake as these hoes on real housewives oh my so goodness get out of my face all right so i'm going to condense all that to say uh, only a few times per month <laughs> per month i'm sorry per year sorry wow per year per year not per month if you fighting like that per month, listen, mm-hmm. you need to stop reenacting baby boy with your real life. Oh, okay? yes, definitely. You need to drop that person like a bad habit and move on to the next. Amen. Listen Amen. to the writings on the wall. <laughs> I appreciate that word. So I agree. A few times per year. I think it's natural. People are going to fight. Mm-hmm. And if you are in a relationship or trying to find a relationship where you never fight and you are on the same page about everything, good luck to you because from what I've seen, those are the relationships where they usually end up on investigation discovery and somebody did. So it's oh, okay to Mark bump Hill heads was a little bit. talking about this show on TV one called For My Man, mm-hmm. and so you end up on that or you end up on what snapped, snap, yeah, usually, yeah, yeah. yeah. So it's okay. Same same ways that don't divert into dollars. Okay. Absolutely. Okay. Uh, next up, do couples in happy, healthy relationships go to sleep angry? This is mm, this is a weird notion to me. But let's see what the options are. It says yes, that's a total myth that you need to solve everything before bed. It really depends on the fight and what it was about. It should be whatever the couple decides on doing together. No, it only causes resentment and hurts the relationship. Um, so a funny anecdote about this, I was talking to a friend of mine and she was saying how she believes in not going to bed angry to a point. So it's like, I mean, I might still be mad at you, but that don't mean I don't want to fuck. So what's up with the what's up? And I said, you know what? I can relate to that. Because we don't all get over anger in the same amount of time. Even if we talk it out and we come to a resolution, some of us, we hold on to that for a little bit longer than others. So I definitely feel like it's more of a myth that you should not go to bed angry. Now, you should not be living angrily, as in going multiple days, weeks, months angry. But Uh if you go to bed angry every now and then, I don't think there's anything wrong with that. What say you? Um, I was raised by my grandparents, and they had this. On, they had this belief, but then like they would be arguing when I would go to bed at eight thirty. But then like when I wake up in the morning, one person's in the chair and the other person's on the love seat. 
straight. But mm-hmm. you know, it's just like so nobody went to bed last night. Y'all just was like, "Well, we gonna sit here and let the, uh, the TV watch us." Right? Are we not if we if we are still angry when it's bedtime, we just not going to bed. So I'm like, and then you're going to be cranky because your neck hurt because you slip on right. the couch. you tired Ooh. as hell. You start to get delirious. And then you didn't go get no blanket because you wanted to look like you was about to concede in the fight. Mm-hmm. So it's no. like, mm, now y'all both, <laughs> you still mad. And they didn't go through a full business day. Right. Man. That's a so, strong will. Woo. Nigga, I'll go get in the bed. You keep your ass out here. Cause, uh, right. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, whatever it takes. But I'm not sacrificing my sleep because I'm upset. Usually going to going to sleep will help me help me release yes. some of that anger. So come I, on, release. I say that that's a myth. All right, next up, ooh, it's a gift of this lady. Okay, I know. Mm-hmm. Does a couple have to have everything in common, like hobbies, musical taste, sense of humor, blah 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 blah? Say so yes, you need to have everything in common, or it won't work. Ooh, you just need to have a majority of things in common. You should have big values and goals in common. But the other things don't really matter. Uh-huh. You can still be happy in a relationship with no common interest. Lies. Or, duh, haven't you heard the term opposites attract? It's better if you don't have that much in common. Uh, um, so Shaq and Hoops did break up. So opposites attract, but they also turn into negatives. Right. They also repel. Um, I'm I think s- go ahead. the big values part... Mm-hmm. I think the big values part is important. Um, if you're going to be verse, then you've got to be, your partner's got to be verse as well, which is trash. That is false. Um, so, so that way y'all both are good with textual compatibility. If you know I don't like PDA and you don't like PDA, that can be very important. PDA, I, I have to ask because I like PDA. But I usually deal with trade so they don't really like PDA because they don't want. They, first of all, I'm already over the gay nigga, so this is a lot for me. Yeah, you um, pushing, pushing it. So you know, you have to it's, have some major things in common, but both of us can't be from the hood because who gonna know the girl that got to hook up with the jobs, or who gonna be able to talk? Who gonna be able to speak for us in court? Both of us can't be trash, and both of us can't be like too classy with no street cred. Oh so. Goodness. You know, you gotta find the medium. Okay, bring bring something to the table. So if I already got it at the table, then you, I don't have anything for you to bring. Uh, okay, sure. I uh-uh. would agree. Uh-uh. <laughs> the big values and goals in common is very important. But I would tack on a little extra. Like I feel like you should have a few small things in common because then you might run into the situation where we don't do shit because we don't like doing the same things. So we don't Uh ever want to do anything together as a couple. Like, yeah, Mm -hmm. big values. We have the same politics and we're sexually compatible, but you like to do Netflix and chill. And I like to go bowling. Now we're not doing shit together. And that's just going to end up with the wedge between us. And then somebody going to cheat and, <sighs> all of that, and then it's gonna. It be makes on the breakup Twitter. easier. Then I guess the breakup is easy. And then y'all gonna be subtweeting each other and posting. First of all, and, somebody's not grown in this relationship. Oh, it's a trait. It sounds like there's one kid and one adult. Mm, I don't. Anyway, uh-huh. have things uh-huh. in common. Have things, at least a few things that y'all like to do together. That's my opinion. 
So mm-hmm. next up, oh, you should like this one. This one has a I gift know, of Britney. Britney Jean. Come on. Oops. I did it again to you. Should partners be able to fart? Poop? What? What? Whoa. Wait, whoa. wait a minute. I, wait. Okay. That. Mm. Okay. Wait. So what? the shade and them using this Britney gift talking about farting and pooping and peeing. Well, oops, I did it again. Yeah. It's... No. And then they got this little fire going. No. Yeah, it's they the wrong fire. For this. <laughs> they wrong for this. Okay, sorry. Should partners be able to fart, poop, or pee in front of each other? Yes, absolutely. You should feel comfortable, blah, blah, blah. Farting, maybe. Not pooping or peeing. Farting mm-hmm. and peeing, maybe, but not pooping. No, that stuff should never be done in front of a partner. Whether you do that stuff or not is is in front of your partner. It says nothing about the relationship. Uh, I'm going to let you answer first. So the last guy that I was talking to here would call me when he was in the bathroom at work on the toilet. He would FaceTime me. Oh. And I would be like, um, are you broadcasting live? <laughs> right. Like, okay, I'm all for quality time, but not that damn quality. What? But I did have to be understanding because he couldn't have his um, phone out while he was at work. Um, he was like a, a high-level manager, but he was always in the trenches of the work because he wanted to be a good manager. Mm-hmm. Um, and he always got in trouble for that, too, because the, the senior-level executives were always like, you can be at the house. You do not even have to be at the job site. We don't know why you go to the job site and spend 12 hours at the job site. You don't have to do that. But anyway, he felt like he always had to be in the trenches to show his employees trying to be a model. You know, it was admirable, Mm -hmm. like, the first two or three weeks we were talking. But when we're, like, four months into it, and he still broadcasts a lot from the toilet, I was like, um... Can I just see you when you get off work? You can just come over here, or I can come to where you are, or we can meet. But he was just broadcasting. He wasn't. (laughs) He wasn't making deposits. He was just broadcasting. No, no, no. He was making deposits as well. Sweetie, yeah. So I dealt with that. Do not like. As a bottom, I would never do that in front of my bottom. I couldn't do those types of things in front of my partner. Now. I'm going to fart in my sleep because I'm unable to control my gases, mm-hmm. I confess. But outside oh, of those things, um, outside of me being asleep and it happened, child, I do my best. I want to say, I mean, farting happens to the best of us. Sometimes it be your own in- intestines. Uh, but as far as shitting and peeing, wow. we don't we don't need, I don't, no, I'm good on that. And I don't yeah. want you around when I am in the throes of a bowel movement. Like I don't, I don't need that much togetherness. I need some space. But what happens? But this is about couples, though. So if you're a couple, you live together, so, and so you're gonna go blow up the bathroom, and then Bay gonna have to pee. <laughs> Bay gonna so have to like, hold it. So we need a one and a half bath. Exactly. Like, Me too. What I was about to say either either Bay gonna have to hold it, Bay gonna have to <laughs> Bay gonna have to slum it and and get ghetto oh with it, God. or Bay is gonna have to use the powder room. All Not right? the powder room. Okay. All, All right. right. Because that time on the toilet. You know what? I don't want to talk about this anymore. Do the next question? <laughs> yes. Do partners have to tell each other absolutely everything? Ooh. Yes. 
You should be open about everything because it builds trust. You should share all big things, but little things don't matter. You should keep some things to yourself because some information is hurtful or could cause some trouble. And the last one says, no, you are obligated to share everything with your partner. Mm. I'm scared. Yeah. So the interesting thing about this is you would think that the answer is clear and it should be yes you should be open about everything it builds trust Mm -hmm. but in my limited experience and from my observations people can't handle the truth amen so you have to have that level of discernment to say okay i know what to share with my partner and i know not to share with my partner now 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 let me preface this by saying if you are a fuck nigga I'm not talking to y'all, all all right? Because y'all doing stuff you shouldn't be doing. Hiding kids and families and cheating and stealing monies and Mm -hmm. scamming folk. I'm not talking to y'all. Been in a gay relationship for eight months. I've been through that. Yes. But I'm talking about a loving, healthy couple, a healthy relationship. Y'all are in it to win it. You know what I'm saying? Y'all have already posted y'all wedding pictures on Instagram and all that kind of stuff. Y'all have a following. I can see not telling your partner every single thing now if you have the kind of partner that's like look tell me everything or i'm gonna cut you well then you probably should be as forthcoming as possible uh-uh. but i think you just have to you have to know your partner and know if they're the kind of person that when they ask it's because they genuinely want to know and they are going to be able to deal with whatever the answers are Oh, that's the hard part. Or are they the type that likes to ask, and then when they hear the answer, they have a breakdown, or they get upset, and then it's a whole ordeal. Especially if it's something small. That's my answer. Which is Um, not really one of the answers, but I guess it is. But I definitely say the 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 major things, things, but you don't have to tell everything. I think that's right. For example, if you lose your job, Tell your fucking partner. Oh, that's wow. not this the type the of thing. In the mortgage, in the cable. Right. I need my house. That's wise. not the type. That's not a small thing. That's a big thing. All right. Yeah, 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 yeah. If your coin purse has been snatched, you want to share that with your partner, right? Child, if you run out of mascara, you need to tell your partner. Um, so I want to see you when you don't look like you ain't got no eyelashes. Okay, sure. Cool. Um, my answer is. I don't know. It's because I'm a Virgo. I like to know everything all the time. I have to know it. I'm a Virgo. I'm very detail oriented. Mm-hmm. That's the the plus word, and I'm very critical. That's the negative word. So okay. I feel like I need to know I, everything all of the time. So it's mm, and when you don't tell me, and then something happens to you. I'm like, shit. I don't know if he was no t- tomatoes or no pickles. I don't know what he his allergies are. Child, I don't know. Because niggas have preferences, but once it, you ain't never had to bring food over for Netflix and chill, so you don't know mm. what he's allergic to. Okay. But now he's in the hospital. So then what? Fair enough. <laughs> hopefully, you know, hopefully he still has an iPhone with the home button and you can open it with his finger and call his mama. <laughs> uh, the iPhone 10, I just hold it up to my face and it unlocks. Right. So. I know that right, but if they is a terrorist, it... with terrorists, like I can't be a terrorist to have an iPhone ten because <laughs> the FBI just gonna hold it to my face. It's gonna unlock. Open so your fucking eyes, and you're gonna be like, <laughs> no, no, no. How about that? 
and uh, okay, let's let's move on. Next question: Do you need to get along with each other's family and friends? No. Oh, okay. Alrighty. So the answers are: We already know what Ronald's answer is. Yes, you can have a healthy relationship. Otherwise, yes, but only the family members and friends that you actually like. <laughs> it would be tough if you didn't like any of them, but you could make it work. No, as long as you are polite and not actively fighting with friends and family, it doesn't matter. No, who cares what their friends and family think? Now, that yeah, last see. answer is how some yeah, of y'all be getting caught up out here and be getting isolated, and then you end up with an abusive person. So, um, I would oh, say wow. no. As That's long- a different perspective. Well, how did you gather that perspective? I watch because- too much TV. <laughs> okay. Too much TV. Well, I mean, that's the. I'm gonna leave it at that. That's not the full answer, but I'm gonna leave it at that because, you know, it's not my business to tell. But I would say no, it's not a requisite. But as long as you're being polite, like you know, don't go around and be like, I don't like your mama, and every time I see her, I'm gonna call her a bitch. No, that's not what you do. Well, do you love me? Wow, <laughs> you can't say stuff like that. Well, I mean, people crazy out here. People crazy. Because now I got to pop you in my mama's honor. Right. So I'm like, what are you talking about? But yeah, I oh. agree. You don't have to. You don't have to get along with each of a family and friends. But do be polite and cordial to the best of your mm-hmm. ability. No, as long as you're polite and not actively fighting. So this is your answer. Yes. Can we move on? Absolutely. Oh, is that the last question? I don't know how this works. No, it's not. (laughs) Next question says, should you consult with each other before making all decisions? This sounds stressful. What kind of decisions I got to make with it and wait for you? I'm grown. Right. Yes, you should talk out all decisions before making them, no matter how small. That's false. It depends on how big the decision is. It depends on whether this decision affects both partners or not. Ding, ding, ding. No, you should still have some independence and be able to make decisions on your own. I think it depends on if it affects both of you. And even if it's something that is only something that it's only for you, like if you are thinking about quitting your job and getting another job or something like that. Or you going think back it, to school. Going back, yeah. Your like, you think this is all about me, but it still is going to affect both partners. So it is something that you should at least discuss and be like hey i'm thinking about doing this don't just pop up one day and be like hey i quit my job i'm going you know go sell alpacas on the side of the road that- so have you already bought the supply that you need to do that or right. do you need a truck i mean are you already set up i mean tell me exactly so i'm confident in your decision exactly have you researched this because i've been looking at your browser history and all i've seen was x <laughs> you ain't did no research Exactly. So I would say it depends on if it affects both partners. Mm, Should you consult before making all decisions? I'm trying to think of a small decision that's so minute that you shouldn't consult me on. But with your life partners, I guess you just really have to support the person no matter what their decision is. So I guess. Oh, is that how that works? I would like to be privy because I'm, you know, knowing me, you know I'm nosy and you know I would like to know. But if it's something that you feel like you're confident in, I'm like, look at Bay taking a leap and he's just gonna go for it. I gotta be supportive. I don't mind that every now and then, like once a year. But outside of that, once a year, we'll be tread lightly, you know. But I want to be supportive that you made a decision on your own and you want to, you know. Okay. 
So next question. <laughs> no, I agree. It's just like you know, I I get it. I think there's still an element of that that your partner needs to communicate with you in order for you to be or be grown to make a decision on their own without you. Because like, um, first of all, I am grown still, a yeah. whole grown six foot one, two hundred ten pound man. But part I of can being make a decision grown, by myself. part of being grown is still being mindful of how your decisions will affect other people. That sounds like leadership. Oh my god. Okay, but cool. Okay. So now you want to be the top in the relationship. I was going to wow. say, Bottom Chronicles, wow. chapter wow. four. <laughs> chapter, chapter all the chapters. It, it, <laughs> it, it leaks into all the chapters. Yeah, pre All right. Does there need to be complete trust? Hold on. So it's pre gross to you? Mm-hmm. No. Because it's really weird because like, if a man is excited and he's trying to hold back, there's going to be a look of that or if a lot you, depending on the man uh, hello but then like if if y'all are playing around and ain't nothing coming out then like girl he's not excited for real this is just community service right. so <laughs> i don't think it's gross i mean semen coming out of a thing thing it's a part of the it's a it's a it's a circle of life it's the circle of dick it's wow. just part of the experience like you said absolutely um, how often should you talk to your partner about things they do that are annoying to you? Mm. A, always, because it's healthy to talk about issues, no matter how small. Things should be only brought up if they're really upsetting. Otherwise, see, <laughs> very seldom you should accept the issue or annoyance and move around. And the last one says, never. People in happy Healthy relationships shouldn't have issues. That's a lie. That, well, I don't know what kind of fairy tale they like. They in. just put D to be like, not this one, <laughs> don't, right? Don't pick this. Don't pick this one. If you no, that's like okay. Once you get all the answers, okay, you pick D pick quite a few one. times. I'm gonna recommend a couple's therapist for you guys. First of all, I'm gonna recommend a divorce lawyer. I know a real cheap one. One ninety nine divorces in seven days. Not one ninety nine. <laughs> Come on, discount divorce. <laughs> yeah. I saw that um like on a bus stop, a metro stop in New York. I was like, bitch, one ninety nine in New York? Right. How y'all afford these? Right. Because we still wondering how now, you know, I don't need to do that. Oh uh, yeah. Uh let's see. <laughs> you can talk about things that annoy you. I mean you haven't decided to like this gonna be the only one I take or the only one I fuck or whatever y'all the only one I flip flop with. And you haven't already noticed that this is going to be a thing. Yeah. Um, Weighing in my, ex- again, limited experience, I'm going to say always, you know, I think. You should always. That's why you're single. Wow. No shade. Wow. No, that was all shade. No shade. No so, shade. No thank shade. you guys so much for tuning <laughs> into this episode. Ronald. Follow me on the internet. <laughs> at Ronald and of course, Ronald Reddit's not Trash. <laughs> But I, I say I'm, that on my podcast, I am so I am from Memphis, Tennessee, I'm, home of Quad, Miss Quad, Miss Quad, and K Michelle, oh. and Yo Gotti. Neither oh. who's great. I like. There's no um, Langston Hughes coming okay, out of Memphis. There you go. Lead with that. Lead <laughs> with that. Um, yeah. But no, I, I because I'm just thinking in a situation where 
the more you bottle stuff in, the more resentment builds. So the, you're like, this nigga don't even wear crew socks in the winter. Right. This nigga ankles cold. Right. Like if you have the type that's like have the heat on eighty because in the winter he want to walk around and just draws, and you like Ooh. I'm in here literally sweating. Don't just sit there and sweat and be like, look, it put some fucking clothes on. Then he not going to fuck. So it's like you you sweaty. You need to go take a shower. Exactly. Like help me oh, help no. you. Exactly. Oh. So, is this about dick or is this about it body is, temperature? It, it was for you. I was just oh, piggybacking cool. on what you were saying. Bottom Chronicles, I, chapter six. Chapter six. <laughs> oh, so is this you keeping up with how many times I mentioned being the bottom? <laughs> cool. No, I'm not. Oh, okay. All right. It's just running commentary. Colorful commentary, if you will. Come on. But I would say as much as possible. Maybe not every single little thing. Like if you like everything a certain way, he leave a penny on the on the counter. Don't I don't think that's something you need to address. But first of all, it's the full sink of dishes, girl. Sh- 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 hush. Uh uh-uh. uh That's your household. What's your answer? Oh, my answer was um, very seldom because you knew you knew that this was going to be a thing. You noticed it when you were dating, and you know that it could be an annoyance, and you decided that it wouldn't mess up your relationship. So when it actually comes up, you just have to confront that issue. Well, you have to work around that issue at the time, but don't be aggressive about it. Mm-hmm. That's what I tell myself. Mm-hmm. But You're going to have you know. resentment playing on repeat? No, not resentment. Green light. If you want to, you got the green light, because mm-hmm. you get on my nerves. And um, I'm trying to be in this relationship, but Ooh, man, this sounds so healthy. Like such a perm that's been lived too long. Such a healthy relationship. It won't stay, and I got to figure out if I'm going to do. Does there need to be complete trust, zero suspicion, in order to have a happy relationship? It says yes. Blah 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 blah. Have complete trust. No, I love him. it's normal to often have suspicions. Um, suspicions. That sometimes affect the relationship. No, it's normal to have suspicions, but they should never affect the relationship. And then the weird ass, no, all rainbows and lollipops and unicorns. Oh my God, he could never do anything wrong. I watch his dirty draws. I don't know if people are capable of trusting implicitly to the point where it's like, yes, I have complete trust. I also feel like trust can be compartmentalized. So mm-hmm. it's like, I what trust you here. Like, I trust you not to cheat on me, but I don't trust you to follow directions or I don't trust you to with money. You know what I mean? I feel like mm. I can't think of any situations where someone's like, yes, I implicitly trust my partner from the rooter to the tutor. And that could just be me. Maybe I don't know. I mean, I don't know. Cause a lot it of depends on per person. It depends. Okay. Per, like, because trust you in relation to what? Like some people, you know, like they make risky money decisions, but they're not going to be stupid. Some people will emotionally cheat on you, DMing somebody on Instagram, but you know they're not going to actually go over there or tell Peanut to come. Like when Jody told Peanut to come over to his house, Jody know what Peanut was going to do when Peanut had got there because it was in Peanut's DNA to come over there and like, but well, I just want some dick. I don't care about you and Yvette. You know, he knew well, Peanut was going to do that when she came over there. Because that was her thing. 
So it's like it's per person. It's okay. So case by case basis. Um. So I don't know what the right answer is. No, it's normal to have suspicions, but they should never. Yeah, it's okay to have suspicions, but they shouldn't affect the relationship. Okay. I mean, because he's still got to be a full-grown man, and you don't know what's going on, but you trust him. Well, woo, if you don't have trust, you should just leave him. Right yeah, now. I'm, yeah. If you don't trust the because Valentine's Day coming up in three months, and you don't even you do you even trust that he's not out here giving other bitches gifts. Listen, so if you don't. Not only that. Happy argument. holidays. Do but. you trust that he's not going to break up with you like on the 26th <laughs> after he done got his Christmas presents? Because he's not trying to be <laughs> I don't know how we got there. <laughs> Happy holidays. Happy like, holidays. If you don't break up with me on the fourth day of Kwanzaa because he right. know the fifth and sixth and the seventh day require. At least budget. wait until after New Year's. Give oh him a New Year's Eve kiss. Next and break up with him. You can kiss him and get the club. Shit, if you don't trust the nigga that you with, you can kiss a random nigga in the club. Oh God, listen to this advice. Good luck, everybody. <laughs> Should partners share things about one another and their relationship on social media? No. Oof, this is a big one. So um, yes. Do we have to go through the options? Okay. No. Because the answer so. is no. Do you feel like the answer is no? Yeah, I don't think so. I think if, if that's what you choose to do, then more power to you. But I don't think it's mm-hmm. a requirement. Just Three do, X is gonna be messaging you trying to tell you something. Right. Man. Just after y'all been together for a nice amount of time and you've acclimated yourself to the bussy or the dick and y'all like each other enough that you can eat chicken wings in front of each other and all that kind of stuff. And just, dip the ranch twice, you know. Ooh, ooh. Listen, oof. Oh my god. Triggered. Um, then yeah, you don't have to. Maybe post like an elbow or, you know. Something like that, but I don't think it's a requirement. You don't need to invite social media into your relationship, is my opinion. Mm-hmm. The next question says Come on. Do partners have to get each other a gift for every anniversary and holiday? Mmm. Mmm. What do you think? I'm trying to remember National Cupcake Day or National Pizza Day and National Left Handers Day if Bay's left handed. John, they could be so draining. I, I, I'm listening to that and I'm like, this. It sounds like it's gonna be National Overdraft Day. Like, <laughs> <laughs> that's <laughs> excessive. I would say holidays, maybe not. Anniversaries, yes. Like if it's something celebrating the actual relationship, mm-hmm. I would say do something. It doesn't. I don't think it has to be an actual gift, like as in spending money. But I do think you need to have some kind of acknowledgement other than waking up in the morning and being like, happy anniversary, babe, see you later. And then you um, go to work. But you have to be spontaneous and you still have to do the just because and surprise, babe. Well, but so if, if it's you for have a to holiday. Order a cupcake from the local cupcake place and give it to babe when, when you get home, I feel like this, it's random, but it's cute. Like, bitch, random. But is that day, for you know, a holiday? It's cute. But that's like a still, it's like a set holiday. It's not completely spontaneous. Yeah, first of all, these, some of these holidays don't get a second go around. Like I'm saying, national, quote unquote, National holidays. Bottoms Day is one. Some girls think it's in October, and some girls think it's February the fifteenth. Oh, so, so actually, what year is the holiday? What year? Power Bottom Appreciation Day. What What day is that? Verse Lives Matters Day. What day is that? So, I, I've never heard of that, literally. 
I've never um, heard of Power Bottom Day either. Power Bottom Appreciation Day is definitely on the calendar. So you got to know when that is because I want to guess. know when it is. <laughs> okay. Um, I think we are. I don't know if we're in agreement here, but just do whatever works for your bay. All right. Find out what their love languages are, and go go with that, and go with God or whatever deity you pray to. If you Not pray. a deity, what's that? It's like a god. Oh, Buddha, cool. whatever. Beyonce. Sure. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. The next question says, "What if a partner forgets their significant other's birthday? Break up with your him. ass got to die." <laughs> oh my god, girl! I think I shit it in the pie that I baked. So did she actually shit in the pie before she baked it? Do you smell like shit in potatoes for like forty five minutes know. while it baked? Is that like a testament to her cooking skill that no one could smell that? I don't. I, but I see. Well, I guess. Where did she cook that? Because I wouldn't want to put boo boo in my oven. What are we talking about? What if your part you break up with him? Agree. Moving break on. Up with him. Like move on. Break up with him or her or them. Them. Can you be happy in a relationship if you live together and don't sleep in the same bedroom? I say yes. I say yes as well. Because what are the options though? Yes. You sometimes you sleep better alone and that's okay. Maybe, but only if it's on nights that you got into a big fight and need some space. What is it with y'all are fighting at night? Maybe, but only if it's on nights that you have to get a really good night's sleep for something. Okay. No, that's weird if you sleep in separate beds or rooms. Listen, listen. Snoring mm. is real. And I need my I need my Z's, so it's absolutely okay with me if you so sleep you snore down the or hall. They snore? Usually they snore. I've had okay. people try to say that I snore, and I'm like, not try to say. And I'm like, you either do or you don't. Listen, you know what? We don't need to do that. <laughs> but I think we agree. I don't. I don't think there's anything wrong with it. Um, you never know. You might have different work schedules, and it's like, look, I need. I sleep during the day. I have to have these blackout curtains in here, like the Bat Cave. Yeah, because Wendy Williams don't sleep in the same bed with her husband. Well, that's. Um, that's and I was like, well, that's also why she he got a whole right. mailbox with this I other mean, girl. I was like, but, well, I mean, he's <laughs> sleeping in a whole different zip code, so it's okay. <laughs> but somehow they still come to work together every day. Cool. Because you, you don't let that little First trivial all, stuff get. He's got to get his coin because he gets listen, 10%. Secure the bag. Don't let that trivial <laughs> stuff get in between you and the bag. What's the next question? Oh, are we done with this or what's going on? No, we almost done. So it says, can you be happy or can you be in a happy relationship if one of you has cheated on the other? Oh, goodness. Uh, yes, you can work things out. It really depends on the type of cheating. It really depends on your personality. No, there's no chance. Uh, I, I think this is an individual case by case basis. I don't, there's no, there's no uh, one answer fits all. With cheating, um, I was in a situationship, so I found out it was a situationship later. But I thought it was progressing towards the relationship at the time. The person said that I've got to be his. We've got to stop using condoms. So and so, so and so, because you know I'm a condoms girl. I I have condoms on my coffee table in my living room. I have lubes. I have samples. I safe sex. I promote it. So he was like, nope, you're mine, I'm yours, I want you. And then I found out he was cheating on me. Damn. 
So I was like, you know, I'm going to take him back. Maybe he was just vulnerable in that moment. And then within seven business, five business days, I found out again that he was lurking elsewhere. Damn, not even a full week? No. And I was like, well, I will continue to engage in this pain because, child, I've become, because this is the pain that I, Mm. but we've got to have protected. (laughs) So, um, and that was still Rocky. So, um, he, his mantra was, I don't have nothing to hide, so I leave my phone unlocked. But every time he, every time he went, every time he left his phone unlocked is when I went through it and when I found it. If you go looking, you will find something every single time. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It was jacked the first time. It was kicked the second time. It was another app the third. It was sideline app the third time. It was so and so app the fourth time. And so he had to go pee while we were in a restaurant. Left his phone on the table, and of course I went through it because my very detail-oriented, critical nature, Virgo self. Just couldn't let that phone sit there. A.K.A. nosy. Okay. <laughs> and that's why I'm a blogger. i like, what? You ain't paid your taxes? Let me go look at Fulton mm-hmm. County. Um, you know, like, let me go look at... I go look. Um, so, I left him right there at the table. I was like, oh, when he came back, I was like, oh my god, this fish this fish is so great. Um, how do you know Keith? And he was like, who is Keith? Oh, Keith Lamar, his number is 753, so-and-so, so-and-so. And, so, and, so, and, so. and um, he has sent you this. And he was like, oh, so you went through my phone? I was like, great. You pay for this. I'm going to go. <laughs> I queued an Uber and left him at the table. Like, what am I supposed to fucking do? Yeah. Oh, so to answer the question, can a couple be happy if one has cheated on the other? I feel like I always forgive the first time. But I'm also nosy, so if there's an inkling of the second time, child, you got me fucked up. Got game <laughs> fucked up. I say it just it but depends on the situation. Would you let me cheat on you like four times like I did? I mean, dumb. to be honest, the that way was so dumb. I'm set up, I don't even think I could get past once. But that's me. You know, that's my personality. So, and I mean, maybe there was a, a lesson. Tourist. I'm not. Um, you a cancer. I am not. Oh, I'm trying to guess. What are you? <laughs> I'm a Gemini. Oh, my God. Are you seriously? I sure am. I forgive you in advance. That's okay, because I didn't ask you. Because you're going to cross me, because you, you have to, because you're is, two-faced. This is false, and that's rude. Okay. See, that's why y'all be having arguments with Geminis, because right out the gate, y'all two-faced. Well, of Can't course. go to sleep at night, because we want to sleep on the couch, because we don't want to go to bed angry. Okay. <laughs> And that's why y'all can't get along with Gemini's because y'all don't know how to watch y'all mouths on pawn first meetings. So, should couples in happy relationships want to do everything together? I feel like we already talked about this. What is the answer, though? No? Everything? No. I I don't know. I feel like you would get on each other's nerves. Yeah, my mouth bad. Like, every single thing. Sometimes I want to go hang with my fucking friends. Go... Your fucking friends are who you fucking, who you want to be loving. Listen, you have some issues that you need to. Um, Depending on your ninja hunter with the dishing around the way. I was just trying to make look, look. I said look cream, look him. Oh, that's what she looked like, look cream. <laughs> wow. No shade. No shade. No, 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 no. Are you, 
facts are facts. Should you be willing to change or give up things for one another, like jobs, hobbies, location, etc., etc.? Give up a job. That's um, shaky. That's very shaky. A I, could, hobby. I could see mm. not in a I want you home. Like again, y'all need to watch that kind of stuff when someone's trying to control you and everything that you do. But uh, an example of that, that's why I didn't say no right off the bat, is because a lot of times when I'm watching old people channels like HGTV and the mm-hmm. people move, they move abroad, well, somebody has to give up their job in order for them to move to Belize or Portugal or wherever they're moving to. So I, I can see instances, but again, if it's just a flat out, now that we've been together six months, you need to quit your job. And when I get home, my, my dinner better be ready and you better massage my feet and suck my dick and you know just watch that Um, kind of stuff i mean but usually in these types of relationships niggas want you to move from the west side to the south side and i'm like sir um no (laughs) literally like yeah when it comes to the like moving to belize i'm like well if this relationship don't work out, at least I got six months of cute Instagram pictures. Right. Hashtag throwback Thursday. Hashtag yeah. take me back. You know. No. Hashtag I need a new Belizean boo. <laughs> uh, <okay>. like, <laughs> like I'm already here. Shit. Might as well make the best of it. Just because it didn't work out with your chick ass. Nah. These LGBT girls want you to move to like um, on Martin Luther King Boulevard. And I'm just like, sir, no. Listen, listen, listen. No. That's absolutely fact. <laughs> Giving up a hobby. My hobbies are all of my side hustles. You know, like things that I do that I enjoy. So, and all of them make me money. So, you're telling me to give up money? So that's job. (laughs) Um, no location. Um, Location. I don't know how one gives up their sense of humor. I don't know what that means. Sarcasm, because oh no, um, as a Virgo, I'm very sarcastic. I'm very witty and sarcastic. Yeah, if you can't handle sarcasm, and so I make inappropriate jokes that I mean them in the jokingly way, but Mm -hmm. people don't always receive them in the manner that I do. Mm. So I'm like, okay, so I know Tasha can't take my jokes, or I know like his friend Jermarius. I like that name. Um, is coming that's, over and he's that's something very, somebody I follow on Instagram. Anyway, go ahead. It's like an R and B singer on SoundCloud, mm-hmm. but um, you know you can monitor that, but yeah. you can hang around Jamarius all the time because you're asking me to change who I am, mm-hmm. and if you're with me, then we we can be which um I want to use a different name, blah stuff. Uh, willing, I think that you should have some willingness, but also you need to have the discernment of what it means or what they're asking you to give up and their intentions on making that requirement of you. Mm-hmm. And, you know, use your best judgment, use your common sense. If you don't have any, go get some, you know, they, I think they sell it at the Walmart or whatever. Oh, wow. Two more questions and then we can move on. Can a long-distance relationship be happy or healthy? I think it depends on the people in the relationship. Amen. All right. Next question. How often should you say I love you to one ew, to one another? <laughs> right? <laughs> um, back to question 18. What happened with question 18? I thought oh, we were in headphones fell out. Um, Man down. I was in a relationship with a guy who lived three blocks down the street. Well, I was in a... 
again, at the end, I found that it was a situation. fuck buddy relationship. Mm. Nope, it was a whole fuck buddy relationship. It oh. wasn't even a situation. Damn. I know. But when I went out, with, he took me. We at least out. you know you got some good booty. We went out, and I never had to open a door. I never had to pay a bill. You know, he always took care of everything all the time. But in his mind, it was just so he could get some pussy. And so I was whatever night of the week it was that I was with him. So, it, you know, it wasn't even that I was a Thursday night. You know, I, and I'm not opposed. The gag, the gag is I'm not opposed. If I'm just Tuesday, cool. Tell me I'm just Tuesday. And it, so I know how to adjust. Mm-hmm. I know to put you in my fuck buddy, pal, but I'm still out here looking for a full um, child, Ernest. This sound like a nigga that look, want to be married. But, oh, you know. Shade tree mechanic name. <laughs> um, you so how was, this, for 200. how was this but, long distance? Though? So, no, my point was, this guy lived three red lights down the street from me. Mm-hmm. And he gave the facade that he wanted to be with me. And it was going to be serious. And, you know, he we both, we had talked wedding colors. And we agreed on wedding colors. No, we agreed on the season. We agreed on how many guests we want. Like after the round, I would like lay in his arms and we would talk about these things. Come on, cuddling. Yeah, I woke up and there would be snow on the ground. And we would go. This was in Memphis. Mind you, it doesn't snow like that in Memphis. Um, We would put our hats and our um, gloves on and we would go have, you know, like. Yeah, it was just a lot. Then I was like, but all of this was about ass. So, if you meet a nigga that lives 900 miles away, child, take that chance. Yep. Niggas is three red lights down the street and still. Not <laughs> still <shit>. trash. <laughs> <laughs> trash. Literal, literal trash. Fuck. Yeah. Okay, so I'll add one thought to that, and that is, because I've seen this of uh, some people on the timeline that were in a long-distance relationship, and then they are married and they have kids and all of that heterosexual stuff. Gross. But something that they made plain was that when they agreed to do the long distance relationship, they said up front, one of us is going to have to move. And they had that understanding from the beginning. Mm-hmm. And I think that's important if you're in a long distance relationship, you know, hundreds of miles, cities, states, countries. I mean, listen. God bless y'all bank accounts. I don't know if I could do a long distance. I mean, I don't know. It depends on where they live. Because if Southwest flies there, then I have some points. So, Come on, two free bags. Absolutely. Okay, last question for the second time. How oh, often wow. should you say I love you to one another? You sound needy because you're a Gemini. I sound what? Needy. You like you needy here. I, I love I you. I love your ankles. I don't. I love those coat shoes you're wearing. I don't like. Oh my that. god, what kind of belt is it? I love it. I don't like. That. Mm, I don't like to be put that nipple in my throat. Now that's different. Mm, yeah. Although I don't want my nipple all the way in your throat. I gotta that have sounds that. painful. That sounds like I need to have something reattached. So, what's your answer? How often do you need to hear "I love you" since you're trying to judge me from um, Damn, I like to hear. I like to hear that you appreciate the things that I'm trying to give, like uh, every single there, day. There are people who week. say I love you at the end of every phone call. So, like, I was hanging out with a friend of mine, and they called 
about, you know, things that were important, like, so, babe, so when y'all get back, do I need to already have the wine back at the house? Or you going to bring wine home because Ronald likes to drink? Or he was like, okay, so this came up. And every time they would say, I love you at the end of every phone call, I was just like, that is so weird. It's not like the like, people from Flip or Flop. I every time they it. talk, love you, love you, love you, and then they got divorced. <laughs> 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 I'm like, I don't need it. I don't need to hear it all those times. I would say uh, mm. a genuine, sincere I love you. I can have every morning when we get out to bed and leave the house or whatever the morning yeah. things are. I would say a few or, times per week. Yeah, just a few. You know, you don't, and like, mm-hmm. it's not every time. It's like, oh, you know. And it's not that you don't mean it all the other times. Right. It's just I don't I don't need to hear you say it and I don't need it to don't say it. It don't sound genuine. It don't sound right. Like no. saying love you at the end of every phone call. Like I get it. Yeah, I don't even want to go down that rabbit hole. <laughs> Do whatever works for you. If you need to hear it every day, make sure your partner knows that you need to hear it every day. Don't be bottling that shit up and then you sit up here looking like boo boo the fool asking the six brown chicks why your man don't say I love you every day. Come on. So, with that being said, that's going to wrap up the main topic of this episode. So, we're going to slide on to the queer query. Mm-hmm. Question. First question. What's one Christmas or holiday memory that really stands out for you? Um... um oh, my God. My... Um, grandparents were getting a divorce and it was so weird because I lived with my grandparents. I wasn't even raised by my parents. My grandparents were getting a divorce and my aunts and uncles made sure every present that I received was either Tommy Hilfiger, Ralph Lauren. It was just all these name brand things because of course my grandparents don't believe in all these name brands. I was out here wearing Bugle Boy and you know, like regular outlet mall fashions. And my aunts and uncles made sure every gift I received for Christmas was a name brand something. And it was so weird because I was up there like, oh, wow, bitch, tell me if you sort of cool. And I opened up another one. It was, oh, my God, some um, Jabot jeans. And then you open up the next gift and it was, oh, my God, some boots from some name brand company at the time. And so I was like, bitch, this is the best Christmas. Name brand Christmas. <laughs> and I don't care where this shit today. Right. <laughs> and and them brands weren't even relevant no more. All of that shit. And Nietzsche like, and um, Ooh, I haven't South heard that Cole in so long. And, you, know, it, you know what? That was going to be racist, so I'm not going to say that. <laughs> <laughs> People don't wear Pele Pele no more. So, that's, I mean, that sounds lit for the time, though. Yeah. My I was going through it. it well, was that, that's true, too. So, my Christmas memory that really stands out to me, I'm going to jump back to what my favorite gift was, which was the Power Ranger Zords, the Ninja Zords. You pull one up your booty hole. <coughs> First time you bought them. So, I'm not sure what kind of person you think I am. This is not that kind of freak. <laughs> I don't like hard plastic. Anyway. <laughs> throwing me off no dildo for me well, that's, I don't want to do my ass today that's not the same 
<clears throat> I don't want anything that's like a Lego. What am I talking about? Okay, huh. so the memory, I got the Zords for Christmas. However, because I was a piece of shit, I had out requested them. There were presents under the tree. I was happy. I was doing cartwheels and backflips off the wall. But that wasn't enough for young me. I had to go and have confirmation. So I snuck and I opened like one of the presents. Saw the box. And again, you would think that would have been enough. But I had this high and I had to keep feeding the high. So I kept going back and opening the present and looking at it. Well, eventually my mama caught on. Uh And she came in and she's like, you know you're in trouble for opening them presents. And all hell broke loose. And Uh then it turned into you're not getting no damn presents. And they told Uh the whole family. So other family members are cracking jokes like, oh, you ain't going to get no Christmas presents. And I'm sitting there, you know, like sad Charlie Brown, like Christmas is ruined. I ain't going to get no damn presents. Not only was I not getting presents, I wasn't getting the presents I really fucking wanted that I knew I already got. Uh So needless to say, from the time I got caught all the way up to Christmas morning, your boy was depressed. Okay. But then, you know, my mama and daddy pulled a fast one and gave me the presents anyway. And it all worked out. But that was one of my memories that stands out the most. Because those were some stressful few weeks of getting dirty looks every time I even even walk in the same room where the Christmas tree is. My mama looking like she wanted to jump kick my ass through a wall. Hi, so, yeah. Black moms, black moms. Okay, next question. What's one thing you wish there was more of in the gay community? Um, do I get my honest answer here? Absolutely. Um, tops. I knew you were going to say that. <laughs> I was, I was like, like, he's either going to say tops or he's going to say something like condoms or lube. Oh, no. But those are Definitely so more lube like, because yeah. <laughs> I feel like uh, well, studies show evidence based. Mm. They can't say those words at the CDC no more. Thanks oh, to Donald God. Trump. But um, you know, lube will divert a lot of things away from your um, inception areas if y'all would just use a little bit more of it. Yes, it appears to be a little bit more lube than usual, but y'all end up reapplying anyway. So, right. yeah, what do you? Just slip and slide. Like, it's okay. It's fine. You don't need okay. to be trying to be cute and trying to make it not be greasy back there. It doesn't matter. You know, a little bit of extra and then the smacking Ooh. sound. And I don't... Okay. Uh-oh. Um, so, what do I think? I think that... <laughs> I wish that there was more self-awareness in the gay community. Because a lot of our brethren and whatever else that they want to be called... They just have no self-awareness. They don't know that the things that they say hurt people, the things that they do, uh, their thought processes, the way they go into relationships, the way they deal with people on the apps. Like, it's so Mm -hmm. very little self-awareness. People don't understand and they don't have any concept of the reach and the influence that they have just from their day-to-day actions and words. So if more of the community just was able to look inward. Amen. 
Hey, get, praise God. Get their Iyanla on. Well, maybe not Iyanla because I don't know what the fuck that lady be doing. Child, her bang be real. <clears throat> Listen, sometimes. and those chompers, like, <laughs> Iyanla could bite through a MacBook. Anyway, I don't know what we're talking about. <laughs> um. Okay, so last up is a wild card. Haven't done this before. And that is, I'm going to let the guest ask a question. Okay. Um, it got? was one what of our got? icebreakers. Okay. I'm here for a podcast. I'm so nervous to ask. But because, you know, it's not an icebreaker on here for a podcast where we usually talk our shit. But dating men over 40, what are the pros and cons of dating them? Oh, dating. Yuck. Mm -hmm. Um, Pros and cons of dating men over in their 40s. Over 40. He might be 53. You got to Oh, over Oh, oh my. Well, I would say. You never know. Okay, so two pros that I can think of off the top of my head is number one, they're usually more established. Usually, Mm -hmm. that is not a rule because it's a. They're usually more established, so you don't have to go through the rigmarole of are you in school or do you work? Like, what do you even do? Um, Uh oh. You know. Oh my God. Jack sessions. Trying to get to the Jack session, asking questions, and there are no answers. Uh, and the other thing is, a lot of times, the older gentlemen, uh, they were not gay their whole life, so they already have kids. So it's like, okay, cool. You already got mm. that out of the way. So I don't have to worry about you getting some kind of itch, and all of a sudden, little Chi Chi the dog is not enough. And you want a full-blown human because I'm not about that life. So those are two of my pros. Cons, um, older men a lot of times, not all the time, but a lot of times they tend to be a little bit more manipulative and controlling. So you have to be on your P's and Q's with their asses because a lot of times they think because they're older, they're automatically more mature and smarter than you are. So you have to have your armor on like, Don Richard said. Come on. Um, what's another con of dating an older? They mm-hmm. usually are pretty set in their ways. So sometimes when you want to do things, they don't be with the shits. Like I, I get something that maybe not be necessarily targeting their age bracket, but they're like, every day I like to come home and put my slippers on, put my feet up, and watch Wheel of Fortune, and you'd be like, okay, but tonight, we need to go to the Red Lobster, because I'm trying to get my Cheddar Bay on. Or get this happy hour deal. Right, like, can I get some libations, like, and this is benefiting you, because once, what does the song say, once once the liquor get up in me, alright, like, we can be drunk in love, but you want to sit up here with your slippers on, so, those will be my pros and cons, what about you? Well, on Here For It podcast, I had the same pro and the same con. Is that they are so opinionated? It's like mm. everything Strong. you say, and it comes in handy. Like when you're trying to look at interest rate on a car, or if you are trying to get a job and don't know if the benefits package is good enough. But then, like when it comes down to the person we vote for president, openly acknowledge the LGBT community and HIV struggles, then they were like, well, you can't just really depend on them to um, mention us. Don't even worry about them mentioning us. No, 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 no. Um, even Donald Trump knew he had to hold up his 
Trump. What is it? Gates for Trump's flag. Mm. He got in the office and still did other things. That's but he knew that it was vital that he acknowledged um, acknowledged Trump. right. And then when he, he got in there, he was like, "Get y'all twink asses the fuck off my lawn. <laughs> <laughs> Go eat so, a sandwich." I mean. You know, like their opinions be so strong, and mm-hmm. sometimes it's the right thing that you need. What is it in the heat of the night, amen? Mm. But then sometimes <laughs> it be the wrong thing. You just be like, hmm, I'm just gonna call you when the sun goes down. Right? You be like, okay, I'm, now it's the time for you to shut the fuck up. I'm gonna call you when my minutes free because mm-hmm. you wasted my time. Yeah. So what's the pro? Oh, this was the pro in the con. This is the pro because oh, the heat okay. of the night, I need him. But like. Come on, double man. Also, like, child. I'm gonna call somebody else. <laughs> okay, dokie. So, with that being said, that's yeah. gonna wrap up this holiday episode of Gay Side Stories. Mr. Ronald Matters, please remind the people one more time where they can find you and where they can find the illustrious Here for a Pod. Um, it's most important that you find Here for a Podcast. We are on social media at Here For It Pod on all Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. Our Instagram is really cute. Um, we have a YouTube channel, but it's just the podcast episodes. Mm-hmm. We record bonus content for our Patreon, patreon.com forward slash Here For It Pod. My name is Ronald Matters. Follow me on all of the things at Ronald Matters. And of course, my blog. <coughs> I just published today the top 15 gay-friendly vacation destinations for 2018. Hey, now that's perfect so, for your boo that's over 40. Um, I know y'all are getting engaged and right now, and y'all could be thinking of, like, where you want to go next summer, because apparently um, sizzle attendance is down. Um, Inferno isn't happening anymore. DR Takeover is trying to replace Inferno, and this neither here nor there. Um, and then there's two Punakana Dominican Republic vacations going on, mm. the Color Block Festival and the Escape. So I'm like, so which I want to go to DR because it's cheap to fly to DC, but where do I stay? Which, but anyway, so do something else out of all those things. Sweden is number one um, vacation destination for 2018. They're they're very gay friendly. Don't they? Don't have any anti-gay laws mm. and all of those things. America um, is number thirty-seven. It shouldn't even be that high bro. around the world. But this probably um, Obama era. You know, we still first year Trump. Right. So um, I talk about a lot of things. Things going on around the world. Things going on. Chap stuff. Wrong right. matters. Doc yeah. dot com. All right, guys. Well, go to GaySideStories.com for more information about this show. Uh, email me. Follow me on social media. It's Gay Side Stories on everything. Subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. Rate on Apple Podcasts. Five stars. Leave a review. I'll read it on the show if I remember. Share the show with others. Share Here For It Pod with others. Help us get the word out. And, you know, we're trying to get our voices into these gays' ears. And some of you, you know, allies, uh-huh. as you call yourselves. Mm-hmm. And I know a few, so shout out to y'all. But some of y'all out here, y'all lying and y'all snakes in the in the grass. But anyway. Somebody gay. Oh, my God. <clears throat> thank you so much for listening. Thank you, Ronald, for being on the show, taking a little time out of your busy holiday schedule. Happy holidays, everybody. Happy holidays one more Merry time. Christmas. 
RIP to Combat Jack one more time. And as always, remember the lost commandment, especially for you bottoms. Thou shalt protect thy walls or they will crumble and you will be out here. And Santa is not going to leave you anything under your, in your stocking because your stocking is fucked up. All right. And we're out wow. here. Wow. Bye. Bye. Guys.